You're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 536 for Monday, January 19th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringBadges.com, and now Motoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's at Motoring.com. Hey everybody, it's TV in Arizona bringing you a brand new, brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. Uh, we're here talking about Mini Coopers and stuff like we do on Monday nights because that's what we do. Uh, joined this evening, of course, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson. Todd's here. Say hi. Here. <laughs> I didn't say here. Pre- I said say hi. Present. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Chief Mechanic, the red, good Reverend Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com is here as well. Hello. We're drinking Pennsylvania beer tonight. Oh, Pennsylvania fancy. beer from where in Pennsylvania? Uh, the Pittsburgh area. Oh, okay. I was thinking like maybe uh, um, the yeah. uh, fullpintbrewing.com. Like Victory. Oh, Victory. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Go in your, go <laughs> in your own will. Yeah. That's right. That sounds pretty delicious. And, of course, uh, our new car show maven, Alexander's here with us this evening as well. Alex, say yeah. hi. Guten Abend. <laughs> He's been around Germans for a while. Oh, that's exactly. <laughs> he gets to uh, give out all those secrets. Uh, he's going to then post the the pictures of Gabe in the elephant thong uh, on Motoring File later on. Um, it was a good time. You know, if you were there, you missed it. Sorry. And you learned how to I eat know. your sandwich with a knife and fork now. <laughs> exactly. I know everything. Yes. I don't think I want the visual of Gabe wearing an elephant thong. <laughs> and now... I have it. Oh, no. Sorry. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, we're here talking about many stuff on a Monday night like we like to do. Uh, Alex was, uh, like we kind of alluded to, Alex was uh, over at the North American International Auto Show in Detroit this week. Uh, and he took a lot of very fine pictures that a lot of you guys saw already. So we're going to talk about that this evening primarily. Uh, we have a couple other things. We're going to talk about the Clubman um, and, oh, the Dakar, which is going on right now. You guys following this? Uh, awesome. The racing minis in the dirt. I just see the updates every once in a while. I haven't been. That's in- awesome. We're going to talk about that a little bit tonight too, um, and we're going to get to all that here in just a few minutes. Before we do, we have a couple of public announcements. First of all, I want to start off by saying thanks to all of you new patrons. Those of you who've been kicking in uh, over at the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. That's a huge help. You guys have no idea. We're getting ready to um, upgrade everybody's gear, and that kind of the, that the money from that really helps that happen so that we make a better sound make a better show better quality product for you the listener of white roof radio anyway thank you very much remember too, gang the offer still stands as soon as we get up to a hundred dollars a show todd sending everybody a stick of butter i am i i promise he's got it he's got it figured out he was super excited when we started the show he's like, i know how to do it I, I he already bought the boxes so get on this horse <laughs> it's gonna spoil if we don't do it quickly <laughs> right <laughs> no it's in the freezer do you want melted butter or cold butter no it's in the freezer there's no worries uh, wow. okay. 100 uh, sticks of butter right now todd's got 100 sticks of butter in his freezer we need to get it out because by and one jar of ice cream so. <laughs> no there's no ice cream no <laughs> no it's because the freezer's full of butter Anyway, for ice cream, there's butter in there. <laughs> anyway, if you want to help us out here underneath the white roof, you can do that yourself. Just go ahead and click on over to patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. That would be super awesome. Uh, Alex, you have public announcements as well, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so the first one I have is uh, to tell people to please drive safely and, and drive slowly for the ones who are experiencing uh, snow and ice conditions. 
there was a huge pileup in the in the Chicago area last week, and you know, I mean, I saw some of the videos, and it was pretty pretty bad. Michigan, there was that. Michigan, four hundred car. Was it a four hundred car pileup? It was at least one hundred and fifty cars. Yeah, and one person lost their life and multiple injuries. But uh, yeah, it was. uh, And a fireworks truck. That was the coolest part. Yeah, the fireworks truck was probably the biggest thing. Uh, Forty tons of fireworks went off, and they let it go off. I mean, the entire truck went off. That is just. Awesome free fireworks display, man. <laughs> yeah, and they had uh, they had news crews out there doing it, watching the fireworks in the background. And I was surprised they allowed them to stand as close as they did during the newscast because they were coming close. I mean, hey, it's your own risk, man. There's no liability here. Well, it uh, it it was definitely a little scary, but um, wow. we didn't get our overnight parts that day. Uh, and, you know, ninety four was closed, and that's a pretty major hub between uh, wow. you know the Chicago Detroit area. Yeah, because it's the only major freeway, but. Um, that's horrible. Yeah, I definitely agree with uh, with Alex. Uh, you know, go slow. Take your time. Uh, you know, yeah. there's, there's no rush. Uh, you getting home from work three minutes earlier or whatever, it's not going to matter, you know, because everybody's late. You, you're you're, you're going to be that, that guy that's part of that three car <laughs> or lady, uh, part of that three car pile up uh, or, you know, multiple or, uh, you know, I'm sure everyone wants you to come home safe to your uh, right. to your loved ones. So. That's right. Please, please drive safely. There you go. Yeah. No matter where you're what at. Do you do? Uh, we lost DB. We lost DB. No. No. Nope. Still here. He's there. Okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> got one more. Yes, and then the, the final one is obviously for the the folks at uh, Mini USA, especially uh, David, Chris, and, and Patrick, who's who've been uh, kind enough to uh, give us some of their time to talk to us during NIAS and also. Uh, Robert at uh, Papercom to uh, make this happen. Uh, without them, we would have not have been able to uh, talk to all those many folks. So uh, thanks again, guys. We really appreciate it. We know you're doing a, a hard work, especially when uh, lots of folks from the press want to talk to these guys. So uh, uh, we really, really appreciate what you're doing for us. Nice. Nice. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. We do have interviews. Those will be coming up here very soon. If you haven't heard them already, um, Alex and Gabriel will talk to those guys. Going to get those sorted out and posted up for you, hopefully this weekend. So keep an eye out for those as well. All right. Before we get to the rest of the show, I would like to take a quick moment, if we could, as long as nobody minds or, you know, is troubled by it. But I would like to say thanks to one of our fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Let's start off with our friends over at Cravenspeed. Cravenspeed.com. They make the really cool stuff that you guys like. Custom made out of aluminum and unobtainium and titanium and carbon fiber and computer generated stuff. It's all awesome. Stubby antenna, of course. The F56 intake. Brilliant. The, uh, the, the, the flex pod mount. I was talking to somebody about this earlier this week. It, I don't think if, if I had to switch cars, I would actually have to call Kellen and say, dude, you need to make me a flex pod mount for this car. Make me a squeezy thing. Make me a squeezy thing for this. I don't know, pick a random car. Uh, I would need a squeezy thing for that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the N-Gage system, which is brilliant. And if you've got an R53 2000, you know, the, the first-gen uh, Mini Cooper S, and you want to do a pulley um, upgrade on your car, Craven Speeds is the pulley that you're going to install anyway. Just make that happen. CravenSpeed.com. Go over there. You can sign up for the email newsletter at the bottom of the page. Super nice. And then if you do place an order, which we would think would be super rad, um, make sure you leave a comment to say, hey, you know, thanks for supporting My Roof Radio. We really appreciate you guys doing that, and they appreciate knowing that you're coming from us. Uh, anyway, that's, of course, our friends over at CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com, home of the Koala Intake Manifold Spacer. There it is. And the Electric Mini. News music, 
Boom. Perfect. <clears throat> Before we actually get started with the news, I want to, this is really cute because the last couple shows that we've done is I've, I've had some issues making the intro. It's taken me a couple tries. It doesn't always, but sometimes it does. So Alex has taken taken it upon himself to include the intro in the rundown for the show, so I don't mess it up. I like that. It worked. It first try. <laughs> it's all about teamwork. It is. It's all about teamwork. Alex trying to make us look good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we I'm start talking, before we start talking about JCW, first of all, let's talk first about the 2015 Clubman. Back on motoringfile.com. Uh, forward slash page forward slash two so we've got inside outside pictures finally over at autoblog and i'm still liking the shape of this car i'm still liking everything about it the the super legera no the clubman Uh, (laughs) sorry i was distracted by something (laughs) something shiny walked in front of me (laughs) um yes i love the clubman i love the new (laughs) <laughs> I can't talk now. Um, I love the new. I love the new clubman very much. Uh, well, okay. Yes, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure all the listeners have already clicked back over and checked out all. Of the <laughs> so basically, that came out to I like lamp. Lamp. <laughs> I like lamp. <laughs> that is. I mean, we've talked about it over and over again. I think it's going to be the best selling mini this year when it comes out. Yeah, they uh, haven't I even announced it still yet. Be, I, I, I don't think it's gonna be. It's gonna do more than the F55. Uh, I do. Okay, like, I'm with Alex on that one. I think now, this is sell well, but I don't think it's gonna sell as well as the four door. Here's the. Uh, here's where I come in and say, okay, did you get in and out of the front seat of the F55, Alex? Actually, I do. I even have a video of Gabe doing it. He got no. He got in the back seat. The back seat's not a problem. The front. The driver's seat is the problem. Oh, that was the front seat that we had to try. Yes. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were <laughs> you were not specific last time. You should uh, have told. Yeah. I thought no. it was the back seat. Okay, no, the back seat. The back seat's it. fine. I got in and out of the back seat. Okay. It's the getting in and out of the driver's seat to to drive the car is where you hit your head because you know it's like three inches lower than it should be. Oh. Okay. 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 I yes. almost I texted you. I almost texted you guys and like, no, do it for the front seat. So. All right. Yeah, anyway. You should have definitely. Okay. So, so you think because of this that he won't he won't sell as more? Clubman. Yeah, I think it's. You like guys it. have gotten off track. We're only expecting the new Clubman later this year, right? Uh, it's. I think it's going to be late spring or late. maybe not. Yeah, I mean, late spring or end of the summer. We I thought they were going to announce it in Geneva. Right. Yes, which, which is very possible. I think. Uh, I think they're keeping either the M2 for one of those shows and the Clubman for one of those shows. And if it's not Geneva, it could be New York, which is the first week of April. They could be announcing it at the New York Auto. Yeah, Show. which means it'll be available to order June-ish, July-ish for us here in the states. You would hope so. Although you know, with the with the JCW, technically, it's it's um, from what we've just recently been told, May is when it's going to be in dealers. Going to go into production in March, be in dealers in May. So they may give it a little more space before they hit with another model. Got yeah. It. And what sense. I meant by uh, other two other shows uh, was Frankfurt and Geneva. I didn't say Frankfurt. Sorry, guys. That's okay, Alex. We'll forgive you this time. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on, again, before we get into JCW, um, for those of you who aren't keeping track of the Dakar update, uh, this is last Thursday, so I mean this, is, this information is pretty dated, but so far uh, results are in, and Mini's taking in a first place, a second place, seventh, 11th, and 12th. So of the top 12, five of those cars, almost half of the top 12 are Mini Coopers. That's awesome. I mean, I think that's, kinda, I think that's pretty cool. Am I the only one excited for this? 
No, I mean uh, it's 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 a pretty big achievement because I think so 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 I think like the name of the larger team is the the mini all four racing right and then you have I don't know if it's a team in itself or if you have sub teams but then you have like three different teams you have like the uh, Qatar mini rally you have the uh, X Red and then you have like your Red Bull or something like this so you have three three different teams driving uh, countrymen across the across the desert. So that's right. also why it's like contributing to the fact that you know they are winning a, a lot of stages. But uh, I think the latest update that I saw was that uh, they were leading by uh, 28 minutes. I think, uh, amazing. which is pretty amazing. And they also uh, beat a record of number of stage one uh, during one Dakar. And uh, I think they they won like uh, nine out of the ten stages or something like this, or so eight out of ten, which is really really impressive. Nice. Yeah, they're doing a kick-ass job. I mean, I mean, of course, this is about as mini as the Toyota Camry as a NASCAR as a Toyota Camry. But still, the fact that it's, you know, mini-ish. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get excited about auto stuff. It's cool. Um, okay, moving on. Okay, let's just talk about JCW now. I got it out of my system. <laughs> well, that was the big news at the North American International Auto Show because it was the official debut in person of the JCW and it was in that uh that beautiful new green the beautiful new what the, what's the green color again Alex the, uh, the rebel con- what's it called rebel green rebel green rebel green which it looks a lot did it remind you uh, in person of the WC50 Yes, so that's a, that's actually a great question. So uh, uh, when I was uh, when we started posting the picture the picture on uh, uh, on the Instagram of Rival Radio, I got a, an email from uh, John at uh, Filimini, mm-hmm. our friend John, and uh, he asked me, you know, so because the picture looks washed out a little bit, so what does it really look like? And what I said to him is that I'm having a really hard time to differentiate it from the uh, uh, Conard Green that we saw on the WC50. Right. Uh, like, I haven't seen a WC50 in a while, uh, but I I, I was I really had a hard time like differentiating the two. And the color looks really, really good. I mean, this is the best color I've seen on a Mini for a very long time. Uh, and I think, you know, they, they, they know that people have been asking for this kind of green like also for a long time. And it just, you know, answered the needs of a... Of the of the customers, and I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if you know it, like most of the JCW were selling in this color, and also they probably heard you know Chad complaining about the fact we mostly see red cards at the at other shows, and they came up with a green card. It was I think that was really awesome. It was, but I didn't like that. Um, I'm not sure I like the combination of the red roof on the green car. No, you know what? I like it. This is obviously this is the Christmas mini. Right, because you could configure this one, but I like it a lot. I like the red with the green. I think it looks nice, and I love those wheels, by the way. And I know, you know it's old superstition anyway, but but always in racing, green was a bad luck color. So, oh. yeah, yeah, and they yeah. they really broke that tradition. Um, uh, the Joe Gibbs team way back when when they had the uh, the Exide car. Exide battery is that right? Yeah, it was, yeah, that's right. And it was green. Yeah, and it was green, and they uh, they started winning a bunch of races. So they kind of blew that out of the water. But traditionally, green has been a bad luck color for race cars, if you will. Now this isn't a race car; it's a street car, and you know there's lots of green cars around. And I think it's, a, it's got those it's got those extra gauges up on the dash above the steering wheel. Although uh, it looks like when I saw the picture from the from the driver's seat, Gabe was right. I think that it does obscure some view. Yeah, but you know I think those gauge I like those gauges. Yeah, 
I like the interior of this car in general. I just like the red. I like the carbon fiber bits. I think this is bitching. I still think the dash. I'm still very critical of the dash on the F56. Yeah. I think in person it looks cheap. Um, we have one that that same dash uh, in the mini that's here, and yeah. I think it looks. It's just they should with the JCW interior. They should have gone piano black with that and just done a gloss black. It would have looked much better. You can still configure that on a JCW. Don't get it with gloss black, though, can you? I don't know if that is an option on the JCW interior pack. Comes with that now. That's oh, that's the JCW interior pack. Yeah, part. yeah, it is. So okay. um, I'm I'm not sure. I'm a big fan of it, and it's kind of textured too. So, okay. like, if you tried to wrap it, you would see that texture underneath it. Okay. So anyway, yeah. I, I like this car a lot. This, I mean, this car needs the the race car body kit, but I think this looks badass. <laughs> you know, obviously, um, this this new green uh, that's out, it's a different green than the, the MC50 as far as name goes. So you would think that it's at least a different color. It's metallic. Use, the WC, use yeah, the WC50 was non-metallic, and this is a metallic. Right? Yeah, so this actually, metallic. it's not. Actually, actually, it's not metallic. It's not. No, it's not. They told us it wasn't. Oh, I thought it was supposed so to be. I thought so Rebel Green was like, metallic. So it's like BRG, like the original Jaguar BRG, in that it's non-metallic. It's actually a flat paint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I was very surprised by this also. Lighter or darker than the WC50 color? I think it's a little bit lighter, but yeah. uh, but, but darker I, I would have to than see them BRG two, right? Well, it's it's that's a tough one. BRG two is a uh, BRG two is actually yeah, it's a tough one because BRG two there is like some flakes of black and I think gold in there, so right. that's why it's kind of uh, it's and those it's, are it's metallic kind of colors too, right? Yes, those are metallic colors. Yeah, I can tell you that looking looking at it and and looking at you know the picture that Gabe sent us uh, earlier today from uh, the the MF long term uh, mini. Uh, I mean, he took it in green in BRG2. I mean, this color, the rebel green, looks just much better. I mean, this is there is no, there is no debate for me. It's just like this is the right, this is the perfect green. Now, the ultimate question is: the nice thing is, is that it's a it's a color you can put on the mini. One of the like three colors available that is not a five hundred dollar upcharge for being metallic. Um, so hopefully they won't charge extra to to choose that color on the JCW. But uh, I don't know why they would. But every other color on on mini is a metallic color. That's a five hundred dollar upcharge. Yeah. yeah. So like we also have pricing. Like- we also have pricing on this car now. Yes. Which uh, is really exciting. We didn't talk about that last week. Uh, and what are we talking about? Drum roll: thirty thousand six hundred dollars plus eight fifty destination. So in comparison, thirty thousand six hundred, which is five hundred dollars more than the previous gener- uh, generation JCW. So that's not bad. No, five hundred bucks for twenty three extra horsepower. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's bang yeah, for your buck. Because this right car's there. got two hundred twenty eight horsepower and two hundred thirty six foot pound of torque. Now, Todd, how much less is that uh, from your GP? What? Uh, no, the horsepower on the GP was two eighteen. And mm-hmm. the torque was like 190, 199. Yeah, so, so then this car should, on paper, be faster than your GP. It shows, but the 0 to 60s are exactly the same, which is why if you look at the marketing of all of this in the press release for Mini, they don't call it the fastest Mini yet. They call it the most powerful Mini engine ever produced. Do you notice that? It, that? It, it, you know why? All of the press release, it does because not start. GP. It, what's that? Because GP. I don't know. I mean... The new GP was definitely uh, faster, you know, on the Nurburgring, if you will. But I think they are being very careful to say that 
because we, you I, can't uh, you can't use the same taglines over and over and over again. And what do you a call a fast car? So you don't want to be like, oh, it's the fastest one ever, fastest one ever. I mean, because I mean, how long has Corvette been doing that? They I mean they're like, oh my god, this is the fastest Corvette ever since the you know ZR one. And now you just start throwing horsepower or, in the car, and you don't care how fast it yeah, is. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, well, <laughs> that's fine. It's you know, you're just kind of throwing this at me. There's no big. So I think the people who are uh, describing these minis are careful to use a section of words for a while and then change it up so it's a different section of words, not that they're trying to necessarily be like, okay, it's not the fastest mini ever or whatever. It's just, you know, the fastest engine or what. They're trying to to differentiate some of that stuff. It is most definitely. Better. Since the 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 2000, it, it is now unseated, the 2006 GP is the highest horsepower mini ever produced from the factory. Because right. even the new GP, even the, the 2014 GP, or what year was it, 2013 uh, GP, the GP2. Was, was still fewer horsepower than the 2006. Right. On, on paper. Like, technically, it had yeah, fewer yeah. horsepower. So, it is finally, it took them how long? Nine years to unseat it? Mm. Yeah. So... Um. Anyway, uh, I thought I just thought it was interesting that they're not calling it. And Chad, maybe that might be you know, like you said, it's like, well, it gets a little old. And what do you mean? What is a faster car? Is it zero to sixty? Is it the Nurburgring? So, right. yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of uh, variables you can throw into that. I mean, as far as yeah. uh, what is the fastest mini, you know, because obviously, you know, in the mini community in general, we don't use the quarter mile times like the american cars do is like right well you know how fast is it in the quarter you know 13 seconds but in, oh well that's a fast you, car in all but cars versus, everybody talks you know. zero to 60 though but and, yeah but you remember back in when these cars were first came out the numbers that were always thrown around was a skid pad g remember yeah. that yeah yeah but i can't i, I couldn't uh, even like mention on one hand uh or or even you know my entire body that you know how many people was like well what does it do in the quarter you know or you know what is the you know have you do you, you drag race it? I was like no it's a no. front wheel drive you know cornering car right it's kind of like asking your Porsche what does it do in the quarter mile <laughs> I don't know I've never done this yeah. before with my Porsche or my Lamborghini or you know whatever it's if I tried really, it would just probably do donuts it, <laughs> yeah it's not really what those cars do you right. know which is exactly what the mini it does it's not right. a quarter mile strip car but that's what everybody asks so. yeah it is interesting though because now they've they've at least gotten some power out of the two liter uh, four cylinder engine turbocharged engine and one of the most interesting things I saw about this was they've got an additional radiator in there for the turbo to help cool yeah, well, it's got a different turbo too. Well, and here's speaking of more boost. Speaking of turbo, that um, my guess is now there's three different turbos. There's a, a turbo for the Cooper. the Cooper, which is basically the same turbo, but it's got a smaller uh, uh, It's got a smaller valve on it anyway coming out. Right. And the difference is, I'm holding up. It's about the size of a quarter, and the uh, um, the exhaust on the Cooper S Turbo is about the size of the exhaust pipe itself, which, Chad, what is that, about two inches, two and a half inches? Uh, yeah, two two inches, roughly. Okay, so there's the difference, It's the, and I believe it's the same turbo in the Cooper and the Cooper S, it's just how much, you know, pressure it's got going out, yeah. and uh, it's really interesting, and I don't know if you've seen that yet, Chad, on the F56, the difference between a Cooper and the Cooper S Turbo. 
but I'm sure you will eventually. Yeah, uh-huh. not yet, not yet. But uh, and, you know, I've seen some stuff online, but I haven't. Uh, you know, it's different having it right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, and to see it in the shop and and what these guys are like here. You know, here's the difference in these and uh, and how much they're getting out of it. So and then now with the, the the JCW and the additional radiator, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. So 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 um, did you guys? Really, uh, sorry, I, really, I cut up. Just really sorry. quick, I'm just looking at this car some more, and I know that the body kit just came out. And I'm I'm not a huge fan of the body kit, but the more I see it, just like the F56 in general, the more I'm it does. I don't mind looking at it. I still think this car needs just a little bit more low, but I'm starting to really enjoy the body kit. Um, I still don't like the front bumper. I like the back, but I like the back bumper with the JCW Pro insert in it instead of that. But you know what, yeah. DB, I agree with you. I started looking at minis lately. You know, seeing them on the on the lot. That's mm-hmm. all there are is F56s because there's so many of them right now. And right. Yeah. it's just right. starting to go, oh, that's a Mini. That's what they look like now. It's taken yeah. it's taken almost a year for me to get to that point. Right. Yeah. But I'm and still, actually, when I look uh, at them, there are certain uh, things about it that are good and bad, but the rear taillights just look still really huge to me. They're I mean, starting, obviously, that's because the, front, the rear taillights are really huge. They yeah, are really I mean, big. The front bumper has its own things going on, but... When I look at that back three quarter shot, I'm like, "Oh, that taillight is just gigantic." You got to get a ways away from this car. I realized that I was following one the other day, and realized that about a block away, they don't. It looks proportional to the car, and I don't know if the designers think about that when they when they design it all together. Because up close and in photos, it looks enormous, and they are. They really are a whole lot bigger. I mean, they come into the boot for crying out loud. Like, yeah. they, like they've never done that before. They've always been in that rear quarter panel and never gone out of that. Now it's like three inches into the boot lid. So I, I, I don't know. I, I wish we could ask a designer that question. Why? What were you thinking? <laughs> I, I think when you, uh, when, when you look at the car moving, I mean, I, I, I agree that they they look a little bit big. But when you when you when you see the car actually moving and and also moving fast on the highway, it looks. Like the whole package looks really dynamic and looks really, you know, very, very interesting and very actually aggressive when, when you look at it. And so uh, maybe as a, you know, st- when the car is still, it doesn't look that good. But when it's moving, it's, it's. I, I have to say, it's really nice. And I'm not D- trying to be apologetic for the designer. No, I no, really no. think it's nice when it's moving. I think DB hit it on the head when he said the car needs more low and it needs 18 inch wheels. There's there's a little bit too much wheel gap there, and the thing just one, looks like it's right. 18 inch, 18s or more low. It looks like a four wheel drive. Look at how far when you Those look at the like pic- a buggy. Yeah, you look at the picture of the JCW. You're it's going ready for the car. It looks six inches off the ground. Is what it looks. That front bumper. Needs more love. When you look at something like, say, my GP, which I'm used to looking at every day, you look at the front of it, and it is maybe half of that off the ground. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can tell by looking at the underside of my GP because it's like a cheese grater, all of that plastic on the front end, because it scrapes absolutely everything. It is so... The lowest point of my car on the ground, I believe, is uh, like an... I want to say uh, an inch and five-eighths. Wow, that's pretty low. The my little, f- yeah, low. the little flaps that come down um, on the front of the car, which on a lot of cars end up, you know, falling off because people run into things. It is that low to the ground. Hmm. Got it. So. Anyway, BCW. Um, yeah. So, what what do you guys think uh, overall? Right. I mean, you you read uh, Gabe's uh, in depth, uh, you know, uh, review, and also you've listened to the interviews. Uh, me, for my part, I, I feel a bit. 
I mean, I'm really looking forward to. Um, Are you gonna to buy one? <laughs> driving. I I don't know. I need to I need to drive it. That's a plug for Mini USA, by the way. If you want us to drive it, just you know send <laughs> Make the sure invite we're on to the us. List. Yeah. Well, feedback, we'll be happy to to fly wherever. Roofradio.com. We'll be happy to take your invitation to uh, go to the JCW <laughs> press event. Mm-hmm. Send a representative and a helmet. Uh, exactly. Uh, but but then when I when I was listening to Chris talk about it, um, you know there was a lot of uh, you know this is this is from the Cooper S but more this is from the Cooper S but more this is the same thing but you know more powerful this is the same thing blah 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 and and it seems to me that at the end of the day it washes away some of the uh, exclusivity of what the JCW should be. Uh, but but I think the final, you know, I, I cannot make a judgment right now. This is just the impression that I got um, away from talking to them. But I'm, I, I really look forward to test driving it. Uh, for me, this is obviously like a, 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 it my top three of their card. You know, that I would like to get probably next year when I need to give out my, uh, okay, my what, BMW. But uh, what are no. the other two? Yeah, on, on here with yeah. the other two are the other two, uh, the M2. Uh huh. And uh, if I really make it where I want to make it in regard to work, uh, an M3, but that's like unachievable at this point. Well, yeah. not if you buy a used one. Not if you buy there's a there's a used uh, M3 on our lot now that's a couple years old, and I want to say it's affordable. Yeah, but I, so I saw when on our way to an IS one morning we saw uh, like the F. Uh, I don't know which one, which F it is. Anyways, the new one right on the way to uh, to the to the show, and it's look it looks amazing in that blue that they have. Oh yeah, uh, this is this is this is amazing. But for now, it's not it's not reasonable. I'd say it's yeah, it's not reasonable right now. <laughs> That's what I have to say. Yeah, I'm gonna look at. There is a uh, just for example, um, an M3 2012 M3 for forty four thousand. That doesn't sound completely unreasonable. How many miles? Um, I don't know how many miles. Twenty nine thousand. Dude, that's not bad. Twenty nine thousand for two thousand twelve and three, for yeah. for forty four. And if you wait another year, they're going to be down to like forty. But the the reason and the reason I when I say M three, it's actually like the 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 five door, not the not oh, the. Oh, so you want that? So that's a coupe. So yeah. Yeah. So that's the that's the like the, I like the convenience of it, and I think the M two is going to be like you know a mini is a mini, right? Like you buy into the philosophy of having like a three door car, uh-huh. and that's what it is, right? The M two, I think it's getting too small, and I right. and I and I think also the one series. I'm not saying this in a bad way to any one series owner. I am one of them. It's not sending any. Like you know, the image that I want to send. I don't care about what people think about me. It's just like you know, you're sending right. some kind of image, whatever you're driving, right? And nope. this is not what I want to project when I, you know, when I'm driving down the street. That's I have all. the answer for you. Alex, you are such a hipster. In a year, I have the, <laughs> I have the car for you. In a year, a used 640, Grand Coupe. Yes. The used Grand Coupe. No, because then he has to get square tip shoes. No, no, I don't. I don't think it's that bad because I think it's a sexy yeah. car. I think it is one of the sexiest cars nope. on the market today. Nope. Yeah, it's big. Nope. It looks. I like so the. I like the JCW. I hope we get the chance to drive it. I really do because I'd be interested to see how this one performs as opposed to the last generation uh, JCW car, speaking which was of, just insanely fast. I thought. Speaking of driving things like that, uh, I'll segue and we can move on. In our loaner fleet at the dealer now. They have a car, a Cooper S, with um, heads-up display. It's got the camera in the front, so it's got the um, adaptive cruise control and self-parking. It's got all of those features, and it's in a loaner car. And so they told me, they're like, you need to take this car out and, and do a review for your show. 
because uh, it's got all these features and you can play with them. And I'm like, okay, let's set it up. So, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll do that. I've been in. Have Have any of you guys been in the self parking car yet of the mini? No. Never. Okay. In any no. self-parking car ever, actually. I, I have. I've ridden passenger in when it first came out last year, and this one. So I need to get uh, a camera set up and do one of these little, um, basically, where you drive up and the car parallel parks itself. All you do is put your foot on the gas and the brake. That's it. And uh, and it does it. So the, And the Mini has that now. That is technology that you can get on your Mini now, along with the adaptive cruise control, which works with the camera and sonar in the bumpers that... You know, we'll adjust your cruise control for traffic. So, uh, anyway, I, I'm looking forward to that. And I think at this price point for the JCW, it's tempting for me. Although, I swear, once it's configured the way I want it with NAV and, and some of the stuff, it's going to be damn near $40,000. Mm-hmm. And at that mm-hmm. point, I'm going to get an Evoke. I'm sorry to the mini community. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, seriously, when you look at you, go, let's just, just go... And buy the damn thing already. Let's just say you have forty thousand. Let's say you have forty thousand dollars to spend. I'm not are you gonna Are you gonna buy a mini? No, Wait, I don't think so. You get, keep the change. No, you got to spend forty grand. Uh, <laughs> I think that's going to be a challenge for us in one of our upcoming shows. Is you have forty thousand dollars to spend? That's not including tax or licensing or anything else. That's like that's, the price. That's like the sticker. That's price. just a sticker price for the car. What it's going yeah. for you? Forty grand to spend. Come back and tell me what you're going to buy and get your best bang for the buck. Chain challenge accepted. I swear to God, if you come back with like, oh, I've got a 1993 M5 with, you know, 900 horsepower. I mean, whatever. <laughs> He'll come back with an El Camino first. That's right, dude. Probably oh, 40 grand on an El Camino. <laughs> yeah. He's he's, cru- <laughs> he's cruising the, uh, the, what's the auction going on out there now? Yeah, that's very- a- El Camino with an LS1 swap. Yeah, into Chad, it. can you imagine a full frame-off restoration on like a 65, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Frame-off restoration, all Corvette internals. Yeah. You could do that. I want, I want stuff coming out of the grand. hood with flames. And then I'm going to do, do uh, oak-lined bed. So the, the slats between, <laughs> I'm going to put like strips of oak, white, maybe white oak, I think, and then right. like a super custom paint job. I have two words for you, side pipes. Dude, and side pipes. <laughs> Well, and if you're flames, have, you know, might as well be stacks at that point. And flames well, coming up. You, I don't know if you want to run stacks. That would just be that's a little bit too. I don't know. I don't have enough mullet to run stacks. Yeah, you or just got to grow it out, dude. And by the uh, way, Chad, have you figured out how to make flames come out of my GP yet? <laughs> I'm sure I can. And I don't mean catch the thing on fire. I want flames to shoot out of my exhaust tips. I want that. Right. I know you can buy for fifty bucks these cheap little systems. JC but, Whitney. But you I know, want you know what they say down though. It's not the mullet in your head. It's the mullet in your heart. I'm right now I just laid in the smoking the bandit theme for y'all. So yep. Yeah, there's the show notes, right? or the uh, the show topic. There's <laughs> title for the show. Uh, Holy and, cow. And then Chad, or, or Todd, if you make Chad makes a fire come out of the back of the exhaust pipes of the GP, you can only do it as if you're um, humming the Batman theme song at the same time. Batman! I mean, and, then, and then flames come out the back. I could make the horn do that, you know? Dude! Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you that I found yes. this great YouTube video online uh, during our lunch escapades the other day. And it was like some German teens, and they've got this weird thing going on. And they basically took a car and hooked up a basically a brake line into the exhaust pipe where they just fed straight gasoline into with a little pump 
and it would just flamethrower out the back of their exhaust, no problems, no questions asked. <laughs> and you got to put like a spark plug in there or something for like a, a, a big nut. Nope, they didn't. They didn't? They didn't. They wow. just got the exhaust hot enough and threw this fine mist of gasoline through it, mm. and it burned really hot. Oh, that's Dude. awesome. Dude. It was like a 15-foot flame coming out of the back of this, you know. Seriously, Minis on the Mac, Todd, you need to make your car, like, catch on fire. <laughs> Great. It's the most safe possible way out of the exhaust pipe. And you need to have the Batman theme song horn. All make right. that happen. All right. So yep. let's not say that too many USA if, uh, if you want to help them out with the Minis on the Mac. Anniversary yeah. special for the listeners. And also, if we get up to $100 per show on the Patreon, boom. There you go. I'll rent a backhoated Barriott there. <laughs> Here lies. It'll be like the tractor pulls. Remember going? Has anybody ever been to tractor pulls? Uh, They still do those at the county fair every now and again. Yeah, they do. And flames come out of those things, man, because they got the stacks. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Moving on, Uh, Alex. Tell us what do you you keep hovering over the Superleggera? Yeah, so uh, got to see the Superleggera first of all at Detroit. It was at Detroit. He posted pictures on the White Roof Radio Instagram, and that is still just a good looking car, even off of a camera phone picture. It looks amazing. This is this is a really really beautiful car, and uh, I I had a chance to so it was like behind like a, a small you know glass wall, and and the lady was nice enough to let us you know like cross the the wall and go around the car. I mean we were almost you know if nobody had been here, I would have sit in the car. Nice. But it was as good as 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 good as it could get, right? Okay. Uh, it looks as it looks it looks obviously nicer in picture than it does in uh, in life or in real life than it does in pictures. One thing that really surprised me is that when you look at the car uh, from the front, like three quarter from the front, right, uh, it looks very aggressive and it looks like the you know when you look at those rear fenders, they really come off real nice and yeah. the, the car sits really really well on the ground. And it's a very, very aggressive car. I mean, the look of the of the car is really aggressive, uh, and, and also the front design is really well made, as well as the rear design. I mean, it's a all around. This is a really, really nice car. Like if if I had to choose between, you know, I was a Rocketman guy before, but if I had to choose between the two and the Super this one and the Super Legera, I would probably go for the for the latter. I want to know was was Anders warming um, at the show? No, it wasn't. Unfortunately, we uh, we got to talk with uh, the head of BMW exterior design, uh, Kareem Abib. Right. But uh, and this was not at the show this time. Yeah, we talked with Kareem uh, last year when he was there when they uh, came out with the M4. They they unveiled that, and uh, we had a nice discussion with him there. But that's uh, that's interesting that the the Super Legera was there and Anders wasn't there because that that was like his uh, his child on that was not. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I love that car. I'm sorry I didn't get the chance to to make it to Detroit to see it. Uh, that it, it just looks gorgeous. Fingers crossed, Mini. Please come out Fingers with that. Car. And that it looks mostly like that when it comes out. If it's forty grand, I'll buy one. How's that? <laughs> well, it's, oh. it's, well, it's going to have to be if it's electric, though, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's going to have to be forty grand if that car comes out in the current configuration. <clears throat> yep. Maybe we're going to have to play that forty thousand dollar game. Watch that the upcoming show. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, what else we got? We've got uh, future minis. So we've got some electrification of BMW Mini. There's a lot of electrification happening with BMWs and minis. 
Yes, so uh, Odakar published uh, uh, like some kind of, you know, not an opinion piece, but basically a post where they were uh, hinting to the uh, to the future of BMW uh, in terms of um, efficient dynamics, right? And so they got a couple of scoops from uh, the folks working in the advanced engineering team at BMW. And so what they're looking at is a company, um, to implement within between now and uh, and full implement by 2022 is a set of technologies uh, in regards to drivetrains, in regards to uh, uh, you know aerodynamics, dynamics, uh, in regards also to uh, connected uh, uh, technology to make the car as as efficient as possible. Obviously, uh, mostly driven by some of the uh, um, you know, uh, restrictions uh, on fuel consump- consumptions from uh, uh, the European Union and, and the US government. Uh, but some of that stuff look really, really amazing. One one thing that was really cool is, uh, so they are working on a 3D map uh, that basically gives you in advance uh, an idea of how the terrain you're driving on is. So, so the car automatically adapts accordingly. Let's say you're going up or you're going down the hill uh, the you know there is snow, it's raining or whatever. Uh, the car is going to adapt to maximize you know uh, fuel efficiency uh, as much as possible. Um, and so, why is it interesting to me? Well, because you know obviously everything that you know uh, gets to BMW at some point trickles down to uh, to Minis. And um, and I you know when you read this, we're obviously very close to getting a full electric Mini, uh, more than we think, and also. Uh, a mini that is lighter with a, a composite, you know, a, um, composite uh, structure, you know, made of carbon fiber, aluminum, and steel. Uh, I mean, this is really, really exciting. And and the cars, as we know them today, are not soon to be soon will be gone. But I mean, it's uh, we're definitely entering an era where technology is uh, is changing very, very fast. I see it, you know, on my job on an everyday basis, and and I think car manufacturers are adapting to the space. And I wouldn't be surprised that the the life cycle of a car would be maybe reduced by one year, year and a half to uh, to accommodate for those technology to come, you know, to come faster to the public. Nice. Okay. Interesting. Very cool. So ended news from motoringfile.com. Thank you, Alex. Uh, Really quick, let's click over to outmotoring.com, everybody. Stand up, stretch, do what you have to do. Then I'd like you to click over to outmotoring.com, and I don't care which mini you have. Any mini, you can have them all. You can have one of them. It could be the first-generation mini. It could be an F56. Uh, It could be any of the cars. I want you to go over to outmotoring.com. You're going to find something for your car, something cool for the inside, something cool for the outside, uh, something to make it look nice by keeping it clean and uh, shiny with all the car care products, something to help fix it with all the manner of tools and uh, repair manuals you can find outmotoring.com, plus all the stuff to adorn upon your person for when you go to Cars and Coffee if yours hasn't been canceled yet because – Idiots are crashing in the street <laughs> outside of wherever you're at. <laughs> you can get some air. That's watches, shoes, all the – it's all like the official gear. It's all over outmotoring.com. Outmotoring.com is like – it's like the Mini Cooper parts superstore. Everything for Mini is at outmotoring.com. Go over there. Check it out. Now, don't forget, and I keep reminding you guys this. I want you to go over there when you do, and I want you to enter your email address at the bottom of the homepage. And then subscribe to the email newsletter. You're not going to get spammed like you do with like Old Navy where they send you like 17 emails a day. You're going to get like an email or two maybe a month. One of them is going to contain a 5% off discount coupon code just for you so that you can use it when you go buy – when you go do your shopping at outmotoring.com. 
very, very cool stuff, right? Right. Yes. Go do all of that and then go buy yourself something nice. And then make sure when you check out that you leave a note saying, hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We appreciate that. And so do they. They like to know where your guys are coming from. It's always really cool to do. Uh, again, that's our friends over at OutMotoring, OutMotoring.com. Mini performance speed and taillight trim rings, gloss black pacement. That's OutMotoring.com. Boom. That's, that's about it, right? Yeah, I think so. I think we're in good shape. Alex, do you have anything you would like to ask us questions about? Uh, let's see. Ask Chad. Doesn't have anything, anything, nothing from Chad. Had anything to ask Chad inbox. And now that we're back into 2015, is I want you guys to ramp that back up again. I want you to put on your thinking caps and like the fine and good-looking White Roof Radio listener to come up with some really good questions for our man Chad, the good Reverend uh, from Detroit Tuned, DetroitTuned.com. And I want like you guys to send over some questions. Um, I'm gonna reactivate by the time you hear this. Ask Chad at WhiteRoofRadio.com. We'll be back. That's ask Chad at whiteroofradio.com. And I would like you to start sending in emails once again so we can get those back going. That would be really awesome. I know you guys have questions. We'd like to get them answered. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. We do. All right. Let's make that happen. Otherwise, I think we're done for the week. For this week. I believe Patreon. so. We said Patreon at the beginning of the show. We'll say it again. Patreon.com forward slash whiteroofradio. Don't forget. 100 sticks of butter. As soon as we hit a hundred dollars, as soon as we hit get, dollars, everybody sending out everybody who contributes to that hundred dollars per I'm, show. I'm going to say that like you've been listening to the show for almost ten years now. Like a lot of you have been listening to the show for for almost ten years. Look at so the value. August first, you could pony up four dollars a month to to get us to keep doing this, and for four dollars a month, you could get yourself a stick of butter. See, that's all we're saying. Patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. Um, just, just pledge a dollar. They're just going to, you just put your information in there and they'll charge you at the end of the month, like four bucks for, four cause bucks. we'll do four shows. And if we, if we only do three shows in the month, if we take a week off, it's only three bucks. That's right. You or get a I deal. Forget, if yeah. I forget to post one, which happens sometimes as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. You get a deal. So that, that's how it works. You pledge, you go, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to give, you can give 50 cents a show dollar, but uh, we say, you know, at least a dollar, at least a buck a show. Come on. It's less than a Starbucks coffee. That's right. Yeah. The butter special. You can't buy anything for a dollar anymore, can you? Uh, The dollar store, but those things, I mean, still with tax. Yeah. Still with tax, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. But no, even candy bars are up to like a a buck oh five now. Mm. Right? You can't. This isn't just a ploy to get get money. You know, this is to upgrade our equipment. You're going to get, yeah. This is, yeah. This is going towards bringing you the goodness of White Roof Radio for another 10 years. Right. Holy crap, did I just say that? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> you said that. I'm for that. Okay. Well, it, it helps us do things like go to Minis on the Mac. It helps us do things like go to the JCW press event. It helps us do things like getting somebody to the Dragon. Or That's, Anviv. Or Anviv. Because yeah, exactly. you know what? Nobody's paying, nobody's paying for uh, anybody to go to Detroit, by the way. That's all on everybody's own dime. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I live here, though. So yeah, except, except Chad. Chad, Chad. Chad's like built into Detroit, mm-hmm. so it's <laughs> not that way. Anyway. The patreon.com forward slash white radio check it out um, but we are done for the week um, go over to the white roof radio Facebook page or Instagram if you missed any of the pictures from the North American International Auto Show that Alex posted awesome awesome stuff and that's about it come say hi to me in Vegas next week oh come say hi to Todd in Vegas Shh. he'll be headlining at the Tropicana T-Money and the uh, T-Money and the Deftones free lap dances <laughs> headlining at the Trop <laughs> Free lap dances. He's going to sit up over there right now. I'm just going to sit up on a stage <laughs> drinking gin, and he's going to do that in front of a live studio audience. It'll be awesome. You haven't, you haven't seen Todd shake a move. It'd be like, um, gosh, who was that? 
Who was that late night uh, TV pastor that literally sat there and smoked cigars and drank and showed pictures of his racehorses? Yeah. Dr. Gene Scott. Remember that guy? Dr. Gene Scott. <laughs> Dr. Gene Scott. Every now and again. I still see him. He's dead. He, he died. Oh, yeah. So I don't see him. Maybe the reruns. I'll yeah, do re- the Dr. Gene Scott. Reruns right behind uh, Ross. That's awesome. He's gone into syndication. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the show picture, Dr. Gene Scott. No, I don't think so. I'm going to go find it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, we are done for the week. This is the part of the show where I like to say the funny clicking sound, make the funny clicking sound, and then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, you can go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. Adiós.